Good morning, ladies and germs. Took a little note out of uh, Tim Ferriss' podcast there. Um, welcome back to the Mind Body Mentor podcast. My name is Stephen Jaggers, and I am your host. Uh, great episode today um, to fix and align that posture of yours. Uh, I'll give you some applicable stuff. Uh, but first, this podcast is brought to you by Organifi. Um, some of the highest quality whole food supplementation that I have found. I do it all. I do the red, the green, the gold. Uh, the green has been my favorite for the morning, as you heard on my morning ritual podcast. Um, lately, I've been using, they sent me some of the uh, pumpkin spiced gold. And uh, that is a turmeric reishi mix. And uh, no shame, I've been putting it in my espressos in the morning and making a pumpkin spiced latte if you will nothing basic about it but yeah so let's drop in today the podcast today is going to be about how to fix your neck and shoulders with hanging so why do i say hanging is going to fix your neck and your shoulders so let's have a little bit of backstory on this um as a uh, neuromuscular therapist body worker energy worker um, I don't think I've worked on one person that does not have some sort of knots or densification trigger points, whatever sort of languaging you want to use um, for those big stuck blockages in the neck and shoulders. Um, it is obviously an epidemic going on uh, within our bodies, and we should try to figure out why you know it happens. Almost everybody says that they store their stress in their shoulders. Um, from what I have heard from working over on, you know, probably 10,000 bodies. Um, but yeah, so, and it's a very common thing for most people to come in and, you know, a lot of untrained uh, therapists will just sit there and try to grind, um, you know, the middle of your rhomboids, you know, usually the part where the body is experiencing pain. They'll just try to rub that out and, uh, you know, clear out those densifications. And, you know, then let's say a, not even a week later, uh, usually people will come back and they have uh, replaced themselves. Um, they have grown back. So, you know, I'm a big believer in asking the body why it's creating this to begin with, because the body is so much more fucking intelligent than any of our conscious minds are, you know, uh, our conscious mind is not controlling, I would say 95% of the, um, functions that go on within our body, like cellular reproduction, um, digesting food, you know, everything, hormone secretion, glandular secretion. There is so many systems within our body that are going on all of the time and it is so much more intelligent than we give it, um, you know, we give it uh, the power to be. So why is the body creating these knots in our shoulders and neck to begin with? And it is because of our day-to-day -day positions and obviously, yeah, our, um, you know, overuse of technology and, and sitting and um, being hunched forward. We live in such a forward folded, forward flexed, you know, crunched up society, whether you're in your car or you're in your desk or you are, 
you know, looking at your phone and your head is, you know, all the way off of your body. That is creating so much issues within our neck and shoulders. No doubt about it. Guarantee you got some neck or shoulder problems going on. Most of us do. So what, why hanging, you ask? So we have what's called a brachial plexus. Now, that's just a fancy anatomical term for our shoulder complex, um, our shoulder anatomy. Um, the, uh, the complex of it is called the brachial plexus, um, which is just our shoulder complex. The same shoulder complex as a monkey or other primates they have a brachial plexus so that let's break down that that word brachial or to brachiate brachiation means to swing or to climb if you are brachiating like monkeys are brachiating animals they are opening up their shoulder complex to you know why do we have thumbs to begin with it's for grabbing up overhead, whether it's fruit or, you know, climbing or, um, you know, swinging. Monkeys have thumbs, and that's why they can swing through the, the trees so well. So, you know, lamest terms, we have the same shoulder anatomy as a monkey. Now, why I think it's so important to develop a hanging practice is... One, it's going to lengthen out your spine. You're actually going to use gravity to make yourself taller. When you hang, especially in a relaxed hang, a passive hang, where you are kind of just letting your body, you know, relax into the hang, you are creating space within your vertebrae um, where your discs actually have time to kind of space out instead of you know, just being at the force of gravity all the time where we're just compounding and, you know, we have the stressors of life just weighing down on us. Um, one of the benefits of hanging is lengthening and becoming taller and, and strengthening the spine. Now, let's get into sort of the uh, yogic philosophy on, um, you know, opening up the uh, shoulders or, you know, they do a lot of quote-unquote heart openers and I think that is great to a certain extent um, but a lot of yogis I find that they have more knots and more densifications in their shoulders um, than like you know your average layman so why is the body creating it on them if they are stretching and they're opening up their shoulders anyways so the body the body's intelligence is so so incredible that it's so why is it creating those to begin with it's creating those because it needs a sort of stability or it needs to the body literally thinks the scapula or the shoulder is coming off so it starts developing little armies little like i look at them like little armies or little um shielding or little uh you know little militias that are trying to get your scapula to sit down right on your body because it thinks it's coming off from being in a forward flexed or you know hands right in front of you position all day long 
Now, when you go to, so there's part of, part of it is, yes, we need to stretch and we need to open up our chest. We need to open up the front of the body um, because we are such a hunched over uh, culture. But not only that, we need to strengthen our scapulas in a place of integrity, or we need to strengthen our shoulders in a place of, um, you know, in integrity. You'll actually replace those knots or those densifications or those little armies with strength in your shoulders from doing a, a hanging practice. And a lot of uh, yogis that I see, they're stretching and stretching and stretching their shoulder, and they have almost complete 360-degree range of motion, um, usually still in pain in their neck or, or shoulder somewhere. Um, and they're like, oh, I just need to keep stretching. Well, you get to a point where you're not really stretching the muscle anymore. You're stretching your joint, and you're wearing out your joint inside of your shoulder. So the body, what is the body going to do? It's going to create stability in there. It's going to create um, knots or trigger points or the muscles are just going to basically um, tighten up because it no longer trusts you. So as far as hanging, um, what I, you know, there's actually a book out and I can't remember the name of the book, but it's by a surgeon and um, he actually started prescribing hanging movements to people that have specific rotator cuff tears. Now, that you would think I'm crazy by that, but what goes on when you are hanging is you are actually strengthening those little tiny rotator cuff muscles in your shoulder. Um, and you are when you are in a hanging position, you are actually opening up your heart and you are actually opening up the front of your body as well. So not only are you getting that heart opener, but you are also strengthening those little tiny uh, muscles that usually cause a lot of issues or you know, are just hanging on by a thread. They're literally hanging on by a thread. So many people have rotator cuff tears. A lot of bodybuilders have rotator cuff tears. A lot of women um, have rotator cuff tears because they're lacking, you know, they're either have too much strength in your pec from doing so much bench press, um, that those little tiny muscles are, you know, trying to maintain balance within your shoulder, or you have no strength in your shoulder and those little muscles are holding on by, uh, by a thread. So, um, I have fixed almost all of my neck and shoulder issues from, doing a hanging practice. Now, maybe you are not fully hanging and holding your weight um, off the ground. Maybe you are hanging into your shoulders and you are, um, you know, still having your feet on the ground. So I'm going to give you guys three different types of hanging that you can do at home. Um, you just need to get one of those little pull-up bars that you put in the doorway or, you know, go find a tree or something. Um, hang from a tree. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, so you have three different types of hanging. You have an active hang, you have a passive hang, and you have a dynamic hang. And I'll explain each one of those. So we'll start with passive. So passive hang would just be you are holding on to the bar. You are letting your body completely just all the weight 
you know, towards the earth. You are letting your body just completely relax. And you want to do, you know, if you have specific shoulder issues, issues or, you know, um, specific tears, I would not be doing as much of the passive hang. Um, but if you're just a regular person, you know, I actually do like almost like a hanging yoga practice where I will be hanging. My feet will be on the ground. I'll walk my feet to the left and then stretch out kind of the right side of my body, or I'll walk my feet to the right and kind of stretch out my left side of my body. Um, there's so much fun, and you can start to play, like it really is. If you just remember when you were a child on the monkey bars, it really is just a form of play. And I think that that's a, a big thing that we've lost within our like fitness culture or our workout culture. Um, but we need to get back to that. So. Let's move into the active hang. The active hang is going to be you are pulling your scapulas down the back, keeping your arms completely straight. Your elbows not necessarily locked out, um, but you will pull the scapulas down the back um, and you will hold for about 10 seconds. So that, and I would do like maybe five sets of 10 seconds. Um, pulling your scapulas down the back so you will probably start to notice or you will notice that it's extremely hard most of us um, but you will start to strengthen that scapula down the back so that way when you are at work or you are stressed out your shoulders are not creeping up to your ears and then you need a massage therapist to go and scrape them back down or press them back down you have strengthened them into a place of integrity so Active hang is probably one of the best things you can do for opening up the front of your shoulders and also reprogramming or strengthening it into a place of stability. Um, you know, so that's a huge one. And uh, I have plenty of videos on my Instagram if you want to check those out where I kind of go into more depth and you can see a video for that. Also, the dynamic hang is sort of like if you have access to a monkey bar or a monkey gym or something like that, it's basically just swinging from hand to hand. So um, once you start to build up some strength in those scapulas, you can work back and forth. You can basically let go of one hand, kind of let your weight into one arm and then grab with the other hand and swing to one side. You're swinging back and forth between your hands and that would be more of a dynamic hang if you will so what's amazing about this is that once you have you know gotten your scapulas and your shoulders in a place of integrity your neck can actually sit on top of your shoulders and you know, most of the neck pain I find goes away once people have a solid hanging practice um, because your shoulders are strengthened back into a place of stability and your head can actually sit on top of your shoulders. So, you know, try that out and then see if your neck pain starts to go away. Um, there's also, you know, everybody's got specific issues. So, you know, that is a general prescription, uh, movement prescription for you guys. Um, but you know, try it out. Let me know, reach out if you guys have any questions or anything. 
Um, but yeah, most of the neck pain, the forward head posture, the technique will start to go away once you kind of, um, you know, strengthen those scapulas back down. Um, also, you know, you can stretch or work on the front neck muscles that become really tight. Most of us have pain in the back of our shoulders or in our, you know, our rhomboids or the back of our neck. It's really because, uh, you know, the body is always striving for balance, you know, whether that is emotionally, whether that is physically, whether that is energetically, whether that is spiritually, we are always striving for homeostasis, equilibrium, balance from front to back. So if we are so forward flexed, you know, forward, we need to strengthen ourselves back into a tall posture and also, you know, kind of open up the front. Or if, if you have a, an injury, say, to your like left knee, your right knee is going to be working harder to maintain balance or your right ankle or your right hip. Um, it's just the body's incredible intelligence of maintaining this equilibrium. If you have issues going on with, um, you know, say, repairing your body, um, the body will use certain nutrients, certain minerals, um, and it'll take away from other certain parts of the body. It'll kind of like um, figure out what it can use. And, you know, the more that you can kind of help it maintain the balance between also between like relaxation and then also like um, being active. You need a balance between that. And I can do a whole podcast on balancing, but I'm just trying to give you guys an idea for the um, the balance of front to back. So when our head is so forward, the body is starting to create so much strength in the back of the neck and tightness in the back of the neck to try to hold on for dear life. Um, when really it's the tightness in the front of the neck that we need to release and then the, the tightness in the back will just kind of go away. Um, a huge example of that is you see people with that nice big old hump on their, um, you know, their C7 lower cervical spine, uh, that dowager's hump, the body is literally just laying on scar tissue, laying on like a, almost like a fat pad there to hold the neck or the head from falling off <laughs> essentially. So yeah, um, try out those exercises. Let me know what you think. The hanging has been the number one upper body movement pattern um, for correcting and strengthening and just maintaining upper body health. Um, so I do that almost every day. And I'm going to throw out a challenge. I want you guys, and I'll do it too, I'll keep track on my Instagram, to hang for seven minutes every day for one month. You guys think you can do it? If you do that, I guarantee you will see huge change in your body. Now, seven minutes a day, it is better to do that throughout the day than all at one time. So what you want to do is like, you know, get a pull-up bar in your house. Every time you walk underneath it, set a timer. Have your hanging timer. Um, do a minute here, a minute there. Um, you know, and then don't go to sleep until you've done your seven minutes of hanging or as many minutes as you can. But let's do a 30 day hanging challenge. Um, tag me on Instagram if you're doing it 
and uh, let's see uh, what kind of change we can make in your neck and shoulders. Hope you guys have a beautiful day.